Welcome everyone, <clears throat> a good Nerev Shabbos. To the world of Avraham, the father of nations, the father of religion, the first of our avos, of our patriarchy, of our leadership, the paradigm and the founder of all the modern religions, certainly the three big ones, and according to the Medrash, the father of all Eastern religions, the non-monotheism, the non-monotheistic, the polytheistic uh, traditions, Avram seems to have been, in certain ways, the father of those two. So we have to ask ourselves the question, what is the significance about this person, this figure, this character, who essentially was the most influential man in the history of the world? What was so significant about him? What did he offer the world that didn't happen before him? And that we, in certain ways, intend to fashion our lives after. What was so significant about him? And how might we read the story of his life in the context of our own lives? So we begin really with this week's parsha. We begin with the first words. God spoke to Abraham, God spoke to Avram, and he said to him, Go for yourself from your land, from your birthplace, from your father's home, to a land that I will show you. Immediately, the Medrash begins, Rabbi Yitzchak Pasach, Pasach, Rabbi Yitzchak expounds on these words, and he quotes a Pasach from Tehillim, from Psalms. The Pasach says, Shimi bas re'i, listen, my daughter, and see, v'hati and listen, lean your ear in, v'shikhi amechu avich, forget your nation and forget the, the, the house of your father. V'yisav ha-melech yafech, and the king will desire your own beauty. Because he is your God, he is your Lord, and bow down to him. This Pasuk and Tehillim seemingly a, an interpretation of our Pasuk in this week's Parsha. So Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says, This is an allegory, this is a story. To a person that is moving from place to place, and he sees a great fire, a forest burning. And he says, Is it possible that this experience that I'm witnessing in my eyes is happening without any one in control of it? Is this fire happening out of control? Did not someone start this fire? Balhabira. So the instigator of this event, the owner, reaches out to the, the wanderer and says to him, if you're wondering, in case you're wondering who is the owner, who began this and who's controlling this and who's in charge of this, it's me. This is the same thing, says Rabbi Yitzchak said, that Avram Avinu said. 
He says, is it possible that the world exists without a leader, without someone that's orchestrating or without some entity that's orchestrating and running everything? And with that question, God appears to him and he says to him, I am the owner, I am the leader, I am the one who's making this world go around. And so for years I've wondered, what is this, what is the significance of this question that Avraham has and the answer that God gives him? It would seem to be that this, hidden in this story, in this allegory, in this teaching from Rabbi Yitzchak in the Medrash, lies the entirety of the significance of Avraham. The significance of Avram as the father of all religion. Carl Jung very much disagreed with his teacher and mentor, the father of all psychoanalysis, the father of all psychology, his teacher, Sigmund Freud. And one of the significant disagreements that he had with Freud was that Freud tried very much to remove psychology from all of art and from all of religion and from all of, well, not so much from all of philosophy, but certainly from all of religion. Freud wanted to make psychology a study of the inner world and the outer experience of man as a science without any of the art. Jung felt that Freud tried to destroy the concept of the human spirit and as a deeply religious man had a problem with Freud's trying to remove religion from God. And so Jung talked about what he called the God image. The God image in Jung's mind is uh, shared by Lahavdo, is shared by the Bali Mikubalam. The idea basically is that no one can really know God. Whatever it is we talk about God is an allegory, is a muscle. It is not possible to know Hashem. Even the word infinite, even the word Ein Sof, that we refer to Hashem as the Ein Sof, doesn't quite capture the essence of God. It is not possible for any finite being to capture the image of God, to capture God. All we have are images of God. Jung viewed the image of God as a fundamental aspect of the human psyche and felt that without having an image of God, not religiously, but without having an image of a being that ruled and governed all of reality, humans would not be able to individuate, would not be able to express any form of growth. And so in Jung's world, he describes the individuation process as really the ongoing progression of God embodied in man. And so all of life and all of growth and all of self-discovery and all of creativity and all of clarity and all of the things that exist in human capacity to become something, to grow, to mature, to grow into adulthood, to develop, to thrive, to even survive, all of that he felt came from the human spirit, which is really a 
a chelik elokami mal lahavdil, and but Jung seemed to really uh, buy into this concept of the God image, that the divine, that Hashem took a piece of Himself and infused man with that being, and that life force, that aliveness, that spirit, that soul, gives humanity the capacity to grow. This medrash is the acknowledgement that Avraham's discovery of God began within looking into himself. In other words, Avraham posited what Jung is describing, what all of us seem to know. But Avraham on his own, through himself, through his own intrapsychic journey, came to recognize that it is impossible for all of reality to exist without there being one single unifying energy, without there being one manhig with one leader that sought to the entirety of it all. Lech lecha, go to yourself. It's an interesting message that Hashem is speaking to Avraham because the truth of the matter is that this Pasek contains the secret of Avraham's discovery. It doesn't begin for Avraham with being exposed to Hashem, like Adam and Noah. It doesn't begin with Hashem exposing himself to Avraham. It begins with Avraham's journey. It begins with Avraham's search. It begins with Avraham's philosophy. It begins with Avraham's question. How is the world possible? The difference between modern psychology and religion, the difference between spirituality and religion, the difference between religion and a true sense of the divine is the question of as if. It is one thing to live as if I have an image of God in my life. It's a whole nother thing to live as if there's a God image in my life and then for God to come and speak to me. And for me, that is the, the, the definition or the, the experience of Avraham and what was so unique about his, his journey in life was that for many, many years, he lived as if he knew there was a God. Now, he knew there was a God. Certainly, he experienced and had a sensation and was able to tap in and tune in both philosophically and experientially to a sense of the God, a sense of God, but lived like that without ever having an experience of God communicating with him until one day, one day, one day, there was a Vayemer Elikim El Avram. Until one day, not Elohim, there was a Vayomer Hashem, El Avram, until one day, it wasn't just a psychic, mystical experience where Avram lived as if there was a God. There was an actual communication from Hashem to Avram. So first comes the stage of, is it possible that there's a world without a God? To which Avram's answer is, no, it's not possible. 
it's unfathomable that the world can exist without Hashem. And the second stage of that, and that's what's so significant about this, was that Hashem decided to appear to Avraham. This Pasuk contains within it the entire secret of Avram's journey, of what Avram is telling us, what the Torah is telling us about what Avram did. Avram first lived for himself. Lech lecha, go to yourself. It's so such an interesting, beautiful wordplay. The word lech, to go, the verb of travel, of go on a journey, of be in motion. Lecha, to you, the noun, that's the destination. Both of those words are the same word, lech and lecha. Go to yourself. Rumi says, go find yourself, so you can also find me. The me in that story is anyone who's other. I cannot find you if I don't find me. Go find yourself so you can also find me. And how does one go on a journey to find themselves? What's the secret ingredients? What do I, what must I do in order to find myself? So the Pasuk goes on. First, I need to contend with my artsiness, with my earthliness, with my nature. And then I have to contend with my nurture, the place that I was born in, the big picture of the culture, of the cultural standards, the societal impulses, and the things that have formed my life through nurture. And Mebeisavicha means the specific intimate, personal situations of my life, each one of us uniquely different, no matter where we live. I first must get in touch with those three aspects of my life. What is my nature? What is my nurture? And what are the things that affect me in my intimate, little close circle of my life? And I have to take leave from those things. I have to create enough knowledge and awareness, and then I must create space between me and those things. I must take leave. I must let go. Doesn't mean to reject. It means that I must have enough clarity and enough acceptance to embrace my entire existence, to know everything that there is to know about my natural makeup, of what, in what ways I've been formed by the greater, larger culture and the specific familial life that I was raised in. Can I gain clarity to know? Can I embrace and accept? Can I also let go of? Can I become something different? Can I transcend and become something more? In the world of Jung, can I individuate and actualize and express a greater sense of myself than I was told and that I am told by my natural habits, by the situations that define me, by the family life that I've lived in? Can I extend beyond that? Can I take leave from that? and live in a state of an, an aretz, a land, asher areka, that Hashem is pointing to me, that Hashem is, is begging and inviting and beckoning me to move towards. It's such a beautiful sense, this idea that Eretz Yisrael is the land, asher areka, that Hashem is going to show us or is showing us, but it's a state of being in motion, 
of suspended in a journey of moving towards something that's not really defined, but it still seems to have a direction. It's this collapsing of journey and destination all in one. This murky state of transformation and becoming, which is always chaotic and always challenging and never is perfect, but is always headed in a direction of greatness, of something beyond, of something more beautiful. So my bracha to all of us is that we have the capacity, the strength, the clarity, the wisdom to begin a journey and to continue on the journey of lech lecha, of moving towards ourselves, to expand ourselves, to contend with the nature and the nurture and the situations of our lives, the things that define us in a small way, and move into a journey, el ha'aretz asher areka, so that we can search in our lives for where there is godliness. We can search for where in our lives we have the capacity to grow and to individuate. Every moment that we gain a little bit of clarity about something, it's Hashem giving us a capacity to tune into Him and then make it to a point where it's not just us on a journey, it's not just us searching, but that we actually get to a point where God reveals Himself to us and says, look here, look there, move in that direction, <clears throat> so that God doesn't remain an allegory, God doesn't remain some image that we postulate about him, but that Hashem himself reveals himself to us with all of his beauty and all of his majesty and all of his grandeur to give us the clarity, to give us the purposefulness, to give us the meaningfulness that we all so desire and need in our lives. When we make it to that place where Hashem is not going to show us, but where Hashem is completely revealed and we see him in the most natural state, in the most natural way. We see ourselves in that beautiful perfection with the coming of Mashiach, the building of the third base. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos.